Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Rain again. And he's got it. Gavin was closing in. Oh, Gavin has scored. Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup. And not that to three. Yes! 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 Get it! Hello, I'm Charles Commons. Welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me, the award-winning podcast about Northampton Town Football Club. This week, we're looking back at the 2-0 win over Hartlepool, mulling over some suggestions for the future of Sixfields, and what's Neil found in his treasure chest of cobblers' memories? Find out in our brand new feature. So now you know what's in store, let me introduce you to my good friends, Neil Edgerton-Scott and Danny Brothers. Hello, boys. How are you? Hello. Evening. Hi. Hello, Charlie. Morning. I was Morning. literally Evening. just about to put a malwalm in my mouth, oh. Oh. and I thought better of it. Is Good. that a euphemism? It's not, no. It's, oh. it's a chewy sweet. Can I ask you what flavour? Uh, the one I was just about to put in was orange. Ooh. Ooh. Orange. Good sweets, aren't they, those? Very Moorish. They are good sweets, yeah. Other sweets oh. are available. Yes. Indeed, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, Charles, fruit pastas, hundred percent wine gums. I'm on Chewix. board with you introducing us as your good friend. Well, you are, aren't you? Makes a nice change. Oh right, I see <laughs> yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were going to turn around and say, no, I, "I don't like you." No, not at all. I've <laughs> robbed it. It was a, it was a nice, it was a nice change. Feel like a, feels like a friendly pod incoming. It, it is definitely a friendly pod, and I tell you why. I'm a bit fed up at the moment with oh. negativity. Oh, there we um, go. No negativity allowed. No, no, I'm not saying that no negativity allowed. I'm just getting a bit, and it's not just cobblers. You know, the whole world is quite oh, negative at the moment. So horrible, I, isn't it? It's, um, I, I, you know, I don't mind being brutally honest and saying that you know my mental health has been quite crap over the last yes. few weeks. Like a blight. Yeah, and so I'm just a bit like the one thing that I dearly love in the world, i.e. the cobblers, um, and watching them play football. It it's beginning beginning. I don't know what that word is. Um it, it's it's been it started to be very I don't know, almost I, I feel like it's been dragging me down over the past few weeks, which is ridiculous considering where we are in the league and that there is a potential promotion coming at the end of the season. I know that, you know, nothing's set in stone or anything like that, obviously. But, you know, there's there's at least potential that we could get promoted. Uh, We're on the cusp. Yeah, and and yet the negativity just seems to have overtaken a little bit. And it's... It's gone a bit too far for me personally. I, it's dragged me down. It's made me feel unhappy and, and un, 
uh, yeah, just not really enjoying supporting the cobblers at the moment. I think you're right. You, use, you will be, Danny. No, no, you won't. You won't be. Sorry, friendly pod. <laughs> friendly pod. Um, you know what I find it is football is a release, right? I, I, the part of the reason why I enjoy going to the football and following sport in general and stuff is, is it's a release from the stresses of working, family, house, being an adult, basically paying bills or not paying bills at the moment as it as it feels um <laughs> and when everything in the world generally is pretty miserable at the moment look the cost of living thing is ridiculous right and it's tough for everybody to to pay your bills to put food on the table to heat your house even it's really mm-hmm. really hard right and when then your escape is a cacophony of negativity as well Mm. then you don't have an escape do you and it that's the problem so i I get it charles i felt like that so probably for more than a couple of weeks actually um that said it did feel like an escape on saturday and i really enjoyed the game so (laughs) that's that's the thing i was going to say it's there's so much stuff going on in the world with like ukraine with with everything else you're saying about cost of living and all that kind of thing and a million different things that can happen that you've got no control over it at all. Hmm. But the one thing that you are one of the things in life that you put your most emotions into is also something you can't control. Hmm. It's also something that's going to bring out a lot of emotions from you that if you, if you lose a game, it suddenly just becomes even more of a massive hit to you mentally, I think than it would have done because yeah, of all though, those other stuff not even you can't the, control. And it's, it's not even the losing though. It's more the, everything on social media about yeah yeah it's the, the stuff infighting it, yeah. the outfighting and everything and it's just like bloody hell let's just try and enjoy the football yeah. and that's hard enough on its own at times yeah, yeah you he... can't you can't go a week without sam hoskins name being mentioned somewhere. No. <laughs> or like oh or someone calling you a liar or you have to you have to caveat everything you say now like i the trust responded or no not wasn't I don't think it was even the trust it might have been might have been the trust I don't know who it was someone related to the trust or the trust responded to the cron news story about I think it was what Kelvin Thomas had said and all that sort of thing saying this is one of the most ridiculous things we've ever read or something and stuff and I just responded initially the response I wrote out was can you both parties do this out like behind closed doors right I, I need to see this it's part of what's causing me to fall out of love with everything and stuff like do it behind closed doors i don't want to see all your dirty laundry the trust and the club both equally culpable and then i went back and edited my response and made sure i put this isn't an attack on the trust because you have to think it wasn't it was like just like sick and tired just do it behind closed doors keep us all out of it Mm. sorry i've ranted and you wanted a friendly pod no 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 this is kind of where because it isn't just the actual football on the pitch that that has been an issue. It feels like, and I know we say this as football fans for whichever club we support, but it feels like Northampton in particular, for the last, what, 10 years, maybe a few more, maybe 20 years, in fact, has been negative off the pitch so much. You know, this whole redevelopment of, of the Sixfield Stadium that has you know, that was first mooted essentially way back when, you know, the Cardozas took the club on, what was that, 2002, maybe, uh, slightly earlier than that. Um, you know, it's been going on for such a long time that it, it is just a case of, you know, it's been bored, bored down into, you know, the soul essentially. And the fact that it's become this whole almost you and us kind of thing you're either on one side or on the other it doesn't matter what those sides are it's just you're either you know happy to go along with what happens or you're you're not you're you want more than what could just potentially happen and I don't get me wrong I, I completely understand why some people are very very engaged in terms of wanting the best possible thing for Northampton South Football Club. We all love 
the football club. We all love the cobblers and want them to do the best that they can possibly do. We want them to be high achievers, as high as they can possibly get in in both, you know, the the football structure in English football and off the pitch as well. Because obviously you hope that those two things will go hand in hand. You know, one will feed the other in terms of success. But I think, and but what's happened over these last 20 years, I, I've had it happen to me, I've, I've seen it happen to you, Neil, I've seen it happen to probably everybody that listens right now to the podcast, where if you say something, then somebody else will turn around and accuse you of either being anti-club or anti-trust or you're not ambitious enough or that you're too young to understand what's going on or you're too um you're you know you're you're you don't care enough you're uh, you're you're the problem I've seen that you know it's awful and to be honest with you, it's got to the, and, and I appreciate that we sit here every week, we do a podcast, you know, it was my choice to start this podcast. And I know that there will be some people that will turn around and say, if you can't hack it, put yourself out of the situation. Well, I did last week. That's exactly what I did. I put myself out of the situation and I didn't do the pod. Because I'd got to that point, and you know, we've been doing this since September 2018. That's the first time that I've missed a pod because of the fact that I basically didn't want to do it. I, I just, I just didn't want to do it anymore. I literally went, I can't be bothered with this because it's not worth the grief that I end up feeling, and I feel really you got crap. And I, and I did last Sunday. When we were record, or when when we were due to record for last week's pod, I just didn't want to do it, and I literally just sat there, just going, "Do I really want to talk about the fact that you know, first of all, that we've lost the game to Bristol Rovers? I hadn't watched the game either, so I didn't really know how good or bad it had been as a performance. But do I really want to talk about that? Do I really want to talk about the whole thing with what's going on with the latest of the the redevelopment deal and and all of this, that and the other? And I just thought to myself, do you know what? No, I don't. I really don't. And I know that there's actually a part of me that this is this is turning into a therapy session. Sorry, boys. But I've, I've laid down. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I found myself with both Twitter especially, and with like the hotel end, where I I don't tend to really post any. I I certainly don't get involved in conversations about off-field activities at the football club because essentially it's not worth getting into a debate. As I said before, you'll always get somebody come back at you and say either you're wrong or try and, you know, move your argument or move your opinion to being theirs or whatever. And so I just don't bother. I, you know, it's been a long time since I've really commented. And I've just got to the point where I've gone, I almost feel like I can't not look. It's a bit like when you see an accident on the motorway. You know that it's got nothing to do with you, but you can't help looking to see what's happened, can you? It's got a term, Charles. Is it rubbernecking? That's the accident one. The other yeah. Doom scrolling. Doom scrolling. That, that is exactly it. And I'm looking for it and I'm wanting to know what's been said. And there are times when I see somebody that's written something and I think to myself, well, that's just, that's actually categorically wrong. It's, it's factually inaccurate. And I look and I keep scrolling to see whether or not somebody has turned around and said, that's not correct. This is the correct thing. And I don't know why. Why does it bother me? And the only thing that I can I can come to is is it's almost like an addiction. So last week I, I've I've got rid of Twitter. It's it's off my phone now. I've not deleted my account or anything like that, but I don't have it there to look at. The only time I'm going to be able to look at it is if I'm sat on my computer and I'm doing it for work stuff. And even when I use Twitter for work, I'm not using the Twitter app. I'm using something else, another tool to be able to post my tweets out for work and for the pod, etc. So I'm not actually seeing the timeline. I'm not seeing what other people are talking about. 
and then when it comes to the hotel I'm just having to just sort of go I'm just not going to I'm just not going to go on to it yeah I mean don't yeah that's that's your solution on that one I yeah mean, there's, there's nothing to be gained from visiting the hotel end at all nothing you gain nothing from going on there yeah it's, it's nothing it's just cesspit it's weird though isn't it how because in reality what you, what you want and and, and what the, the reason why we do this pod you know is because we, we all enjoy talking about the cobblers together we enjoy going to the games together we enjoy chatting about you know how the game has gone and we enjoy talking you know i know neil you don't particularly and you haven't for a long time enjoyed talking about the off field stuff and like, sometimes I feel like I have to make you do it and <laughs> feel bad you about me, that. Yeah. Me, me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we enjoy doing that. We enjoy, but I don't enjoy doing it on social media. It's a society problem. You know, it's not, uh, you're right. It's not a, but equally, it's not limited to the cobblers. Mm. This is oh, definitely systemic across all social media. You, mm. you could say, you know, Blue is blue. Someone will reply saying, "Well, it's not actually. Mm-hmm. It's it's not quite blue, is it? You know what I mean, it's, <laughs> it's you, not quite blue." You could say, "Well, my name's John," and someone will be like, well, "No, it's not. Yeah. Actually, I've looked into it." <laughs> and it's, it's, no matter what, it's it's, it's, it's and that's the, the real like. The, you know, we've spoken about social media and stuff before, haven't we? And said, "Look, the real plus is it does give everybody a voice, but that's also the real negative." Um, and yeah, the only way to do it is. You know, limit and control who who you see things from and stuff. The problem is then you're in a bit of an echo chamber, mm-hmm. um, and and other views are sometimes good and stuff. But it, I, I I think the problem and what you're describing is when debate isn't actually really debate. It's because debate is healthy. Look, you know, sometimes we will debate, right? And mm. hell, there's lots of times I'm wrong. Lots of times, you know, other people are wrong and. Let's have a chat about it and understand it. But an opinion's an opinion. You can't have a go at someone and say, "Well, your opinion's wrong." Well, like, well, it's not. That's my opinion. Like, you mm. can't tell me my opinion is wrong. Yeah, it's, like, be, it it's being that's the being whole point online. of it being an opinion. Yeah, being online is the issue, isn't it? I think as well. Yeah, of course it's sat behind computers because guarantee you, probably eighty percent of the people that you have arguments with or come come and attack you online if you sat down and have a pint with them you'd be able to have a decent chat you'd be able to have a decent conversation yeah. with them about like even if you disagreed but it's because it's, it's behind computers it's just easy for people to be insulting and to be throwing stuff around and grouping you into some sort of you know anti thing about something it's it's ridiculous i mean it, it, you're right Neil. that happens in other stuff like i have a fantasy football account and it happens on there as well like i've gone off being on there as well because you make a decision you, you do things for a laugh you think all right i'm gonna put my captain an fpl on this player this week and then you you still get you get people being like stupid about that it's as well it, it's like the it's <laughs> anything you do or say it, you've got there's someone in the world who's gonna just yeah try and knock you it off it. it's just yeah. and it's just not worth it sometimes and that's the thing i love about a slack um group that you go on there and you can talk in a good space about cobblers and have a laugh about stuff and that tends to be where I stick to now. But I think it's just a shame, isn't it, that it's come to that. It comes to the point where you have to just leave stuff. That's a, that, that Slack is a comfortable environment, right? There's yeah. no, people have different opinions on there, absolutely, and stuff. Mm. But it's disgusting in like a human way. Yeah. Like rather than, you know, someone disagreeing, fuck off! No, you're wrong! <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's just our WhatsApp group. <laughs> that's just when Charles pipes up about Richard Hope again. <laughs> you're not wrong there. Uh, I mean, going, you know, to talk about the, the game on Saturday, the 2-0 win over Hartlepool. I mean, did, yeah. you were there, Neil. Uh, Danny, you and I, we both watched it on iFollow. Um, as a game, I, I really enjoyed it. Now, there's an element of me which, which when, when I said, oh, I've actually really enjoyed this, um, I then sort of went, mm, would I enjoy it if it was still 0-0? Is it the fact yeah. that we've because we were like at the time when I started saying I was enjoying it, we were one nil up. I mean, in fairness, what Oskin scored within six minutes, was it? Um, so it was nice. But I mean, I was there going, it was quite end to end at times. Hartlepool were going up, and, and I'm not saying that there were necessarily, you know, guilt-edged chances at each end of the pitch, but it was There's like you attack, then we'll attack. 
you attack, we'll attack. As a football match, it was fun to watch. Did did you get that sense in the stadium, Neil? Um, yeah, it was a more enjoyable game to watch than than a fair few others that we've been to or that I've seen this season, definitely. I wouldn't say it was... There was spells where I was yawning, I think, <laughs> um, if I'm not going to lie. Um, but no, it was... I mean, it started off on the right foot, right? They had a chance pretty much in the first minute, which they should have scored, actually. Mm. And then we went down the other end, and I think Pinnock probably should have scored, shouldn't he? Um, which helped. So it's quite open. They, I thought, played an okay style of football, actually. They weren't complete lump it, lump it, lump it. They played a couple of well-directed balls over the back of our defence, which seemed to cause us trouble and stuff. But it was a decent enough game of football. I thought the ref was relatively poor, actually. That said, there was nothing major and it didn't affect the game. So maybe he did all right, actually. Maybe I'm being harsh on him. Um, <laughs> but I, I, there was a couple of times where I got frustrated at him. There's a couple um, of penalty shells, weren't there? there? Yeah, there was. Um, and there was a, there was a, it was odd because there was a couple of times where, whether it was a free kick or a corner being waiting to be delivered into the box and he'd, he'd hold up play and speak to the defender and the attacker as if to say, look, I've got my eyes on you and stuff. And then the corner or the free kick could come over and the defender and attacker would be all over each other. So he obviously hasn't got their eye on him. Um, but no, I think to your point, Charles, yeah, it was more enjoyable, but it's always more enjoyable when we're winning, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. With the referee thing, with that, you know, um, defender and attacker at a corner or a free kick or whatever, I often think that what tends to happen is that he's basically saying, look, I'm watching you two. Um, and if there's a, you know, a major foul, then you know, I will see it. And then both players tend to sort of then grapple each other and it's six or one half a dozen the other, uh, uh, half a yeah. dozen of the other. And the referee just kind of goes, well, you've both fouled each other. So I'm just not going to give anything. And it's one of those. And if a goal goes in, he tends to then rule it out and call the, def- you know, call the, uh, the foul in favour of the defender. But he'll never give a penalty in that sort of situation. Yeah. He just, you know, referees tend to just sort of want to just sort of go. Look, you're both you're both doing silly things to each other. Uh- <laughs> my, my lad spotted it. He was like, "Can I do that on Sunday mornings?" Then, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, you know, for, for whatever reason in professional football, you kind of can do what you want on a corner or a free kick. Yeah, um, it's a bit different. It's weird. It is a bit weird. I mean, I, I was listening to the Hartlepool commentary." On iFollow because well, is that because you had enough of Oglethorpe? Or? Well, no, it wasn't. It, the The sound quality was very. It was very tinny, mm. and I it sounded think like they're in a box. Yeah, tin Oglethorpe, tin Oglethorpe, tin Oglethorpe. Tin Oglethorpe. <laughs> tin Oglethorpe. <laughs> well done, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, it was. It was. It was good to listen to a different side of it. And don't get me wrong, they were biased towards Pauls completely. But I mean, I didn't feel like I was. Um, I, I certainly wasn't getting annoyed with them, but they were calling the game quite fair. And, and with regards to the referee, they were quite impressed with him. And they were saying it was nice that he was letting the game flow because there were a lot of times when he could have blown his whistle for a foul to give a free kick. But because the game was still going, he was he was essentially playing advantage without telling everyone. You know, in that Mike Dean way, the one, yeah. do you remember, was it, was it a Tottenham goal? Where, yeah, he, where he celebrated, more or less, <laughs> ran with his two hands out in front yeah. of him with palms up and just kept running, and then turned around <laughs> and ran towards the centre <laughs> circle. <laughs> there was uh, a, he, he did do that. He also there was a couple of times where he should have played advantage and he didn't. Um, right, which was frustrating, mm. probably for Hartlepool. I think twice it was for them and once for us potentially. Um, there was, I don't know, he was he, he was good. At, you could tell because it was Keith Stroud, wasn't it? Who's it was. refereed at a higher level. Mm. Um, so he, he definitely had his wits about him in terms of the Danny Rose-esque approach, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. um, of throwing yourself to the floor and stuff, which was a bit nicer than, than usual. It's... On the commentary, Charles, mm. you said it was decent. How was, how was the co-commentator out of interest? So um, reasonable enough, co commentator I guess. Yeah, I think we so. All know, we all know who's... Was, well, this, was it you? It wasn't. No, no. It was... Um, <laughs> I was going to say, because Omar Bogle plays for Hartlepool, didn't he? He missed that chance earlier. Oh, of course. We had some uh, 
nice co-commentary from him last season, didn't we? So, for... uh, yeah. 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 Was it Doncaster? Mm. Yeah, I think it was. Time. Yeah, Doncaster. It's the dullest co-commentary you've got about that. the scene. <laughs> no, it was quite good. I think I, by the sound of it, it was commentary that was done specifically for iFollow. So okay. it wasn't like what we get, which is the Radio Northampton feed. It was a specific, we're watching what you're watching, you know, and, and we're commentating for a TV audience. Um, what we could do. Kind of what we could do, yeah. It'd be amazing. But no, it was... I wouldn't um, have a clue what was going on in the game. <laughs> to be fair, they because they the way that they they didn't they didn't have to tell you what was going on in the game because you could see it. So that that allowed them to basically have a conversation about what was happening rather than you know do that whole thing of saying oh Hoskins sprays it out wide and you know bits and pieces like that. Occasionally they would do the do it. And I, the one thing that I will say about it that was really good was that they clearly knew all of the players' names for both sides. All of them, without fail. Yes. Yeah. Which was progression. <laughs> most away commentators. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, it, it was very good. Ones, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now. Um, but yeah, it was, it was good. I, I enjoyed watching. I mean, I, uh, don't get me wrong, I wasn't necessarily listening intently to what they were saying because a lot of the time it was about what Hartlepool were doing and stuff. But they were quite um, uh, flattering about us. Um, they were very positive about how we were, but they called the game quite fair, which was to sort of say, I think you mentioned it before, Neil. I mean, it could have been, what, 2-1 to Hartlepool within the first couple of minutes. Uh, yeah. Pinnock had that. Um, would you say he kind of snatched at it first time, didn't he, really? And, yeah. And on his right foot. He didn't, Straight at the keeper. Really. Yeah, he didn't really. Whereas Pauls had had a, an effort fairly decent chances either side of that, hadn't they? And then, of course, Apare slots Hoskins in. Oh, it was a lovely goal. I've I've not tired watching it back on the highlights on Twitter and um, where else do they post it? It wasn't Twitter. I saw it, YouTube probably, and then the iFollow um, highlights. I've enjoyed watching it back. I really have enjoyed watching it back. Where lovely I've finish, lovely finish, lovely pass in by Apparay, yeah. and then a lovely well slotted first, finish. didn't he? And then yeah, Apparay did well. Yeah. Hoskins just a lovely slotted finish. Hoskins little cherry right at the keeper. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful finish, the keeper. Officially, by the way, officially Sam Hoskins' best scoring season now. Really, nine, yeah. Nine. Yeah, yeah, how many, a, I told you I'd get to double figures, didn't I? You did. Yeah. First how many penalties has he had this season? It's not Don't that many, you, is it? No, he's. No, no I'm not. I'm not trying to have a go. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like where you went with that, Danny. You immediately thought I was dissing him. Well, I, I thought you were going to go down the route of oh, Ronaldo scored fifty goals this season, but he scored forty penalties. Kind of. No, nothing route. at all. I was. What I was trying to say was that you can't level that accusation at him. No. He's not scored that many penalties, I don't think. No, he's missed one, didn't he? Did he miss one? I think he, I think he did miss one at the start of the season, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's doing well, Sam, on the he goals is. front this season. Come on, I would say that he's have. I, I think he's having his best season in a Cobblers shirt. I think he's got better. Uh, I think he, um, I would question his delivery still from mm. wide positions at times, but from dead ball situations, he, you know, he seems to be he seems to have got better with that. Um, but uh, and I think actually he is pretty integral to how we play because he does a lot of work for the team. And I know he's never going to be the Lionel Messi of League Two, <laughs> uh, and he's he's, he's always going to be a, a bit of a frustrating player at times. But the energy he brings and the ground he covers and his he, he seems to have matured a little bit, I think, as a player, which is great. Do you think as well, because one of the things that I, th- I think I noticed on Saturday was that we're not tending to play the ball into the box in the air as much. We are looking a lot more to play it along the floor, not necessarily to feet. We're still crossing the ball in, but we're looking to do it at more maybe sort of foot to midriff height. It's because we don't really have a target man, do we, as such, who is is going to be looking to get on the end of crosses, necessarily. It's more, we're looking to get the ball into Apare for him to then maybe feed like Pinnock and Hoskins and, and those others around him. Yeah, he's coming deep a bit now, Apare, as well. 
most. Mm. I think we played we played a little more on Saturday, a little bit more on the break than we have been doing um, using the players. I think we changed it a little bit up a, anyway because I think Sowerby was the only one really sitting. Mm. Lewis was further forward, and Lewis actually thought I had a decent game. We've leveled a lot at him over the last few weeks about playing deeper, but I thought he actually had a really good game again. Pinnock seemed to be in a different position, and he just ran the show completely from the middle of the park. Um, I thought Lewis was but, atrocious. Did you? For the first 30 minutes, and then right. the, the rest of the game, I thought he yeah. was. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting next week, because obviously that's a, it's a massively different beast next week when we're playing oh. away to Mansfield. That yeah. is, are we going to be able to afford to just stick Sowerby as the one defensive midfielder? That's going to be the challenge, I think. Um coming up against the likes of Matty Longstaff and stuff. It's a completely different game, but I yeah. enjoyed it in general. It was good. Yeah. I, it was good. good game. Good game. Want, good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. I want to, I want to um, <laughs> publicly apologise um, to Chanka Zimba. Yes. Because yeah. when he came on for Apare, um, I said something along the lines of, what's that going to do? <laughs> First touch, Charles. <laughs> oh dear, and um, yeah, it was. It was. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a fortunate chance. I think that's, what, that's what you much need. Much like though. Sam Hoskins, he managed to hit it straight at the keeper, but luckily he made him. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what he needed, though. He needed one. Yeah, he did just need one to because he's had two or three chances one on one, and he mm. it's yeah. got to drain his confidence a little bit. So to get one like that, drain that's, it. You just got to see it at the back of the net. Okay. Keep it going. Yeah, he was he was lively actually. Mm. Um, a lot livelier than I've seen him. To be fair, yeah, he, he was. He did look a lot lot livelier. Um, and so did uh, the other sub. Epia. Um, Epia, Epia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought he was brilliant at times, and and he was playing almost right wing or right wing back at times, wasn't he? I mean, weird, really, considering that towards the end of the game we had Harriman on and. Lovely. McGowan. Love to see Neil. Love to see yeah, him get a game. It's lovely well to see him well. get, get well. go out now and again, isn't it? Yeah. I love I w- the fact that, that Brady clearly called Neil off the, uh, you know, out of the stand, come and get a shirt on. You're on <laughs> to Neil. Really, really pleased. He, he warmed up in front of me and I was like, is that, no, it's not. Is that me? It's a mirror. Hold on. Sat here. What are you on about? Were you, were you, were you there with your kids, Neil? Were they going, daddy, daddy, how are you? Yeah. What, what, what? You're there <laughs> and here. What's it's like, like that gift for the two Superman, Spider-Man songs. Oh yeah. <laughs> that is the one and only time I'll ever be described or likened to a superhero. Thank you. What we need is well, we you need someone like Luke, Luke uh, Thode to, to do that Image with Neil, imaging pictures of Neil, of just pointing at each other. But yeah, great. <laughs> you should just go dressed in full kit next time, Neil, and then just like just do a little joke between you and the actual Harriman, and just say like, swap, swap, swap for like two minutes, so they get yourselves run, run down to the bench and see if Brady recognizes it. No, you don't mind that. That'll be the time when Brady's like, "Oh, come on, Michael, you're up. I need you on." Like, oh shit! That's oh, Neil. Yeah, that's not really. Him. Oh, that would be so funny. Why did the cobblers get not on, get man. promoted? Well, <laughs> <Can you> imagine <laughs> last five minutes of the season. Right, let's short it up a bit. Right, get Arryman on. Where is he? Oh, just down there. Go on. Why is he smoking by the corner? <laughs> <laughs> Exceptional, absolutely brilliant. So yeah, um, a two-nil win, which was comfortable in the end, wasn't it? Um, a few dicky nice... moments in defence. I've got to say, Oof. Charles. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the Hope. second half. I don't Dickie know what Hope. went on. Twenty-five minutes we had, didn't we? Yeah, it was it was one of those, wasn't it? Which was th- this is why I say it was fun to watch because yes, we won the game, but it was end to end at times, and and it didn't. Yeah, like I'm, I say, if if we hadn't have won it, I'd have been apoplectic. I think, oof. but you know, it, we, st- we did. I, I, we're, we're at the stage of the season where I'm not finding that fun, though. Are you yeah. not? No, not no, the defensive the stuff. I'm get like, oh, it's, too, it's too late in the season for that sort of nonsense. Now, if we're mid table, then I'd find it hilarious, but. <laughs> Well, to be honest, Liam Roberts, essentially, I would say, like gained us the three points because really? he made two two fantastic saves. Yeah. Is it eighteen clean sheets now? Is it? Yeah, it is the most in all four professional English divisions. Yeah. Better oh, than good, any. Shame we won't keep him. Do we? Uh... Uh, now, now, Neil. 
Sorry, no. Positive pod. Positive yeah, sorry. pod. Why didn't we really sign a good goalkeeper? He signed a 10-year contract. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, right. Hmm. Good game, good game. Looking forward. Still plenty left to play for, which is lovely. And obviously, we'll have the Results preview weren't too show. bad, were they? Results no, well, this is it, isn't it? Results also... Uh, would we go and say, went our way? Is that... I think at this stage of the season, they're probably as good as you're going to hope for because a couple of the teams around us are going to win, right? You know, yeah, you yeah if, you, if you're going to gain points on a couple of teams, then that's fine, I think. We could yeah. have done without the Mansfield goal going in in the 95th minute. But... Oh, was that for a win or a draw? That was for a win. That was for the win. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. I mean, you know, decent, you know, Newport only drew. Um, who else was there? Um, so Bristol Rovers lost, didn't they? Tramway lost. It, yeah, Bristol Rovers and Port Vale beat Rovers Sutton. And, yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah, that was going to be all right. Um, so, yeah. So, Hanging I mean, on. There are lots of points still to play for. Lots of time. I mean, if you just... You know what points, make? Uh, prizes. What do prizes make? Points. Don't know. Oh, I don't know either. No, good. Right, okay, carry on. Happy smiles. Happy smiley people. <laughs> Smiley, happy people. <laughs> um, on Wednesday, um, the mm. cobblers have invited fans to a consultation evening um, to talk about <laughs> the <laughs> Sixfield Stadium. <laughs> Um, it's not. It's not necessarily about the East stand, is it? It's about what we I mean, as it fans. Will be, won't it? Yeah, it'll be. <laughs> might be a couple of questions. <laughs> they want to seek supporters' views on a number of opportunities around the football club. Um, so obviously, obviously, we're sending in an email, aren't we? Declaring that, that is sub subject line Dean Pier Corridor, oh, um, um, slash Water Park, or? and. <laughs> It wasn't mentioned as a ridiculous idea, remember? There we go. There we go. Yeah. Which can only mean it is a possibility. Definite possibility. I'm only going if Councillor Sally Beardsworth is going oh. to answer my questions. Oh, right. Why what? specifically Councillor? That's the only one I can remember. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Sally. Get down there. Fair enough. Um, out of interest, what would you like to say? First of all, on a serious note, what would you like to see? If you could, if you could change one thing about Sixfields, it's a realistic thing that you could change to make it better. What would it be, Danny? What? Not allowed Wars Park. No, a serious, realistic thing that is that. Is, when I say realistic, it doesn't have to be a huge thing. It could just be something that will just make either your experience or or, or the stadium or something around a match day better. Hmm. Well, I think they started on Saturday doing the little extension to Carsbar, didn't they? That's decent. That was nice. I thought that's it. That's because I know they've had a couple of issues with their reason. That's that always makes the match day a little bit easier if you can get a drink earlier uh, mm-hmm. or easier. Um, that, that, yeah, that's the main thing I think. So um, have that a little bit, little have bit that back more every game. Yeah, well, or just like find a way to to make it smoother, to make it better, to make it okay nicer. Um, I mean, I, I personally. Here's my here's my thing, and it's just cosmetic Ooh. things to to fix. So first of all, the square that, oh, that the square, square in yeah. the middle yes. of the in the middle of the big it. screen still still catchphrase. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Five seconds. Here we go. Fix that. That would be you know, and I I appreciate that that once you fix that, there's probably other things that people will say cosmetically need to. But I I really do. It really bugs me. Because I think everybody looks at that screen. Doesn't matter where you sit in the stadium, you can see it. And if 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 it's broken, which part of it is, it just looks a bit rubbish, personally. So therefore, I I that would be my one thing. Fix that. That'd be a good start. Neil, yeah, anything, anything from you? Uh, yeah, I agree with the screen. Mm. Wouldn't mind seeing the, the toilets being a little bit more. Not welcoming, that's the wrong thing. Not <laughs> welcome by a toilet. Oh, <laughs> you want one of those people who stand in the toilets and like wash your hands for you? Or, yeah, you I'd like that. That'd be nice. Um, but uh, perhaps a little bit cleaner and, you know, a bit of a lick of paint here or there. Um, and I would like a proper fans area, yeah, like the... The, the the thing they did with the cars bar on Saturday was a, a small step, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I would like a, a yeah, fully fledged 
fans zone, if you will. And I don't necessarily mean I'm, I'm after stages for music or boxing or anything like that. That's probably longer term look at, isn't it? But certainly as a starter for 10, I would like to see somewhere where... What would you put in this fan zone, Neil? What would you have in there? Oh, now you're talking. Let's let's we imagine still, that we we are we still we take... on serious suggestions. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Let's <laughs> let's go with serious, but let's go with like let's just and say no helter skelter. Yeah, yeah. Let's say for argument's sake, <laughs> it's going to the the fans' village will be uh, on the West Stand car park. Yep. Let's just say for argument's sake, that's where it would be. What would you have there? So by the way, uh, up on up on the West End car park, also like it was like if that was a massive marquee, right? Okay, doesn't have to be a marquee, but no. you, know, you need you need some cover and the great British weather. Um, mm. I would like to see numerous different places to buy drinks from rather than just one bar. Um, so a couple of bars, like the pop up bars, fine, great. Would um, they be like different ones? Would you like have a gin bar and then a, a real ale bar and then just a bottle bar? Yeah, I don't mean different I don't, things. Don't, you'd need to go too wild. It's not mm. like a it's not a night out as such, is it? Um, but yeah, some different drink options rather than just your standard Carlsberg. I don't know. We do have different drink options anyway, but um, yeah, different options, different food options, almost a little bit like you know the Bite Street thing that there is. No, but go on. So they have essentially like there's different food vendors, um, little, you know, huts selling different types of food and stuff. Like I've got you. Think, things like that. So it's, I mean, they have something similar at Saints, right? We've said it before. Hmm. I don't know it's not as easy just to say, well, let's just replicate that. Um, but that sort of thing, a, a place where as a group of supporters and you can congregate before a game, a good time before a game, have a nice drink, have something to eat. You know, you could have the DJ there. You could, you could in theory, get some live music in. And I'm going to say it, and I know you said serious suggestions. This is a serious suggestion. We could get our own version of Dave Banana from Plymouth. <laughs> get him in. Get him in. Donald um, Plum. I think like a decent, a decent Donald Plum. Uh, a, a decent like, <laughs> A decent compare, you know, someone we you know, get a bit of chit-chat in. The injured players could come and do a little interview before, you know, mm-hmm. before the game and stuff. Um couple of giveaways, you know. He loves a giveaway, mm. right? Love a lob a couple Love of free giveaway. T-shirts out yeah. and stuff. Like, things like that. Like, you know, just make it a bit... How about a live... An experience. Live podcast, Neil. Oh. I think the problem uh-huh. with that is, Danny, people wouldn't go and watch the game. No, you're right. <laughs> right, Neil. It'd be so good. <laughs> <laughs> More of this, please. Name that badge. <laughs> oh, Play, Play all the hits. Thrown at us. Uh. <laughs> but no, I mean, like... It, 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 for me, it's about the experience, and it's a, mm. so. And, and an example of this is on on Saturday. I went with my kids. Uh, one of them brought his mate along. We actually got into the ground at about quarter past two. We were in the West Stand. Didn't have anything to do. Um, sort of sat down, and sort of waited. I nipped out the back at the North Stand for a, a quick cigarette, which was <laughs> nice for me. Obviously, mm. not nice for them. Um, and yes, we could have gone in the East End and we could have experienced, you know, the the, the kids' zone, which they do a good job of. Um, that's that's kind of outside of it, though, isn't it? That's it not, is. It's just before, where, it's you, just go before in. you get into the stand, yeah. isn't it? And, and we didn't want to sit in the East End because I don't particularly like the view and I don't like mm. the East End as it is at the moment. So, Any particular we, reason why? Well, right. I, well, I just said I don't like the view and I don't like how it is at the moment. So that, that's two reasons for you, Charles. Yeah, sorry. Do you want any more? No, 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 that'll do. Plenty. And also that when the sun's shining, it's right in your eyes. Right, okay. So yeah, maybe but, the club um, could put sun visors on every seat. How give everyone sunglasses. There you go. Yeah, Branded yeah, yeah. sunglasses. Um, ray But no, I think it, it's about the experience for me, right? It's Or Ray O'Donovan's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's a, a kebab stall in the middle of Bristol called the Jason Donovan. Oh, yes. Didn't Jason Donovan actually go to it recently he as did. well? Yes. yes, I saw did, that. Yeah. Brilliant. I mean, Brilliant. if you could have absolutely anything what about? <laughs> <laughs> happen at, at Sixers to make make it better, what what would that be, Danny? Water park. A water park. Yeah. Neil? Obviously, Charles, it's a water yeah. park. What absolutely, yeah. The question. Three... <laughs> 
Three three votes for the water park. Uh, four actually. James Hennigan. Oh yeah. yes, Henners loved it. Love it. Love a water park. Anyway, that's enough of our suggestions for the time being. If you've got any more, then you can email the football club, or you can go down to Sixfields on uh, Wednesday night and uh, tell them in person. Uh, we'll be back in a moment after this tiny little advert about our Patreon, probably. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Welcome back to It's All Cobblers to Me. Thank you very much for staying with us. It's uh, time for a bit of this. It's time to read your letters out. But things have changed, so listen out. If you want to write about Northampton Town, you'll need to write this next bit down. Just have a rant or just some fun at podcast at cobblers to me.com. No matter if we lose or win, send us your thoughts. Come on, get them in. Neil. Hello. Is your postbag bulging? It's always bulging. <laughs> always bulging. Um, we have one. One in from Craig West. Oh, hi, Craig. Hello, Craig. Uh, so he says, Dear Neil's Postbag, this week Wrexham starred in an excellent advert for one password. Hmm. Other password managers are available. Uh, my question is, if NTFC players and staff did the same, collectively or individually, what would they advertise? Oh, oh, that's quite good. If you've not watched this, by the way, you need to just go to. I think I think Ryan Reynolds released it. I saw it uh, on Facebook over the weekend. Um, obviously, Ryan Reynolds, movie star, hilarious man of amazing hair, and um, <laughs> that is how he likes to be known. Yeah, it is definitely. Uh, he he used some of the Wrexham players, well, I think most of them, to help him make an advert for One Password, this cybersecurity company, which was amazing. You should go and check it out. Go and find it on the old um, social media, on the old Tinterweb, uh, and you'll see it. Um, we had some cracking suggestions in the Slack, in fact, um, I noticed from people. Um, would you like to hear a few of them? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Sorry, I wasn't sure whether you were asking us or the audience. Jeff. Oh, no, I was asking you because you can actually reply to me. Thank you, boys. Uh, Gareth Kingston replied. Okay. He'd like go. to see Danny Rose advertising eHarmony for people <laughs> who can't score. <laughs> <laughs> also, the, the irony of Danny Rose advertising something with harmony in its name. <laughs> his style of play does not scream <laughs> it, it's, harmonious it's not is it uh, Robert Simmons has a few ideas uh, Mitch Pinnock and the Royal Mail the postman who always delivers uh, Sam Hoskins and Marmite you either love it or hate it and also, not... I thought Sam Hoskins would be great at gnomes <laughs> why gnomes. I think just because he's quite short oh right okay yeah. <laughs> you, you tell him that to his face. Uh, no, Neil. I shan't. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Ryan. Ryan Eldred said, um, bottles based on current form. That's very, very harsh, Ooh. Ryan. Plastic Ooh. or glass? Ooh. Always glass. Always glass. Always glass. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, how, how about you guys? Any, any, any that you can think of? Uh, I mean, Liam Roberts. Yeah, oh, yes, yes. Paper. Paper. It's just A4 paper because he likes a clean sheet. Oh, he's going to go with some bedding. Yeah. Bedding. 
Yeah. I mean, personally, I'd have probably gone with some sort of um, washing machine detergent. <laughs> but Cal gone. Daz. <laughs> Liam Roberts doing the Daz doorstep challenge. I feel Hang like on. John Guthrie would advertise like a hunting trip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's come out of well, nowhere. In, he's leading a hunting trip. Or? He's leading a hunting trip, dressed in camo. Yeah. He's got a bow and arrow. Okay. I feel like I can see him doing that, Gutters. Brilliant. I like it. I like Lita it. Squirrel. A <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. If you've got uh, anything Cobblers related you'd like to let us know about, any questions like that, uh, then send them podcast at cobblerstome.com. Now, boys, I'm very excited. Ooh. We've Name got a new. New feature, no, Danny. Oh. A new feature for the pod, um, which we're liking to call oh. Neil's Lost Letters. Oh, oh. this is oh. exciting. Speaking of eHarmony. Oh. <laughs> 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 now, the other day, Neil went into his um, treasure trove <laughs> of cobbler's related memorabilia and he found some very interesting articles from the Chronicle and Echo. Oh, I've got a lot. <laughs> Is this written by Neil? Written, written by Neil. In the Chronicle. Yes. Yeah, so if you've like, ever he, heard... Was, was Neil the original Steve Richards? Oh. No, this was mm. the... I do not remember when... I think you even did a few, didn't you, Danny? This was when they did, like, the fans writing. Oh, I probably knows? did something. Yeah. Who, Fan who stand, knows? it was called. Oh, that's it, Yes. Yes, yeah, I, mean, I do remember that, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, if if either of you have ever seen, well, if anybody has ever uh, listened to the brilliant comedy podcast, My Dad Wrote a Porno, <laughs> I thought what we could do is we could hear Neil read some of his oh. <laughs> hits um, and, and we can then we can then critique them. We can, we can shout our opinions back at him. Yeah. So... Can Neil. we get some context to this now? How old are you when you're writing this? Well, I think we need to get context for each one, really. How old was I? Yes, that's true. Yeah. So this this first one that you've got for us, Neil. Well, I was going to say pick a number. <laughs> oh, okay. Between one or what? Probably 25. Okay. Oh, one, oh, half a year's content here. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Let's go with, uh, oh, let's just go with number one. Oh. Let's start at the beginning. Oh. Lovers and we're losers. Number one. You ready for this? Ready. Yeah, it was the Gary Johnson era, so when was that? Oh, oh hello. It was the Gary Johnson and A.D. Boothroyd era. So that's, oh, what, God. 2012, 2013? Yeah, Is this so just was... one word, Neil? Uh, well, I'll, tell you, I'll read the first, first line. Uh, there are some comical decisions being made by Gary Johnson lately, and it smacks of desperation from a man trying to save his job. Oh. Oh. I feel like we need some dramatic music behind this. You'll recognise this one, Danny. Oh, yeah. A nine-goal thriller at Sixfields might sound like great entertainment, but when seven of the nine goals are not in your favour, it becomes excruciating viewing. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute before you go any further. Uh, I'm just going to say, Danny Stagdu was it? Was it the seven-two defeat to Shrewsbury, Neil? It was. <laughs> it was. Little did we know, Danny, that at that point in time we'd both be on the same podcast discussing it. I really hope there's something in here about a guy dressed as Gandalf <laughs> stood in the stands. Uh, well, it's funny you say that. <laughs> Uh, we lost 7-2 on our own patch to an average Shrewsbury town. We invited them into our house, allowed them to drink our beer, and made them sandwiches, and then we sent them on their merry way. <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely. Out of interest. Out of interest. What sandwiches were, the, were we offering? <laughs> I don't know. What was I on about? It gets worse. It wasn't even a case of they came, they saw, they conquered. There was nothing for them to conquer. <laughs> we are like a mountain without a summit. You just need to turn up and you're guaranteed success. Oh. What? what? It's Mount- like a David Snedden song. 
<sighs> it carries on. Lyrically genius. Uh, Never before have I witnessed such waving of the white flags from a cobbler's team. It was horrific and insulting to the home fans who paid to watch, especially those dressed like twats. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I may or may not, Danny, have added that last bit of it as well. I will leave you to work out if the cron printed that. <laughs> Oh, I love it, Neil. I love the fact that you've gone with mountains without summits. <laughs> Incredible. Well, then essentially, then I rip into Kelvin Langmead. Oh uh, no! Rip into Ashley Westwood. Oh no! Well expected. <laughs> uh, quite. I mean, it was a poor team back then. Uh, then talk about Aaron Davis and Chris, Chris Arthur. Chris Arthur. Aaron Davis spent more time, I think, on his hair. Than on the football pitch for the Cobblers. Yes, I think you're right. Did he play for Exeter as well, Aaron Davis? He did, yeah. Yeah, he did, didn't he? He was quite good at. He played. Was he? Was it Forest? Did someone? Did someone once say say that he was the David Beckham of the lower leagues? Well, that's a bold statement. It's a very bold statement, and that's why I'm thinking I, I can remember it being given. I mean, incredible letdown, hmm. if, if um, true. I've just found some photos of that day. Oh, refresh oh. my memory. Can it looks like that? there's some sort of mascot race happened at halftime. So I've got a picture, a photo of Clarence lined up with two or three Shrewsbury mascots and then a giant, what looks like weird bird. That's not the county. Them. That's not the county uh, FA bird, is it, that we've been seeing at six? Oh, no, no, it's a completely different one. I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. It does vaguely ring a bell, but I have blanked out. I'm going to send you a, a picture of that now so you can see if it refreshes any memories. I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy yeah. this. Um, yeah. That must be Paul C or Phil K on the microphone, I would assume. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. What an amazing... Oh, yeah. It's a Nando's bird, isn't it? Oh, is that a Nando's bird, is it? it oh, it like is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Looks like a Nando's bird to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look that. I mean, there's a considering how terrible we were, there's a lot of fans still just in the north down there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was, I think it was only three. Was it three 0 at halftime? I mean, that's bad enough, isn't it? Um, oh, I think the first twenty five minutes or so, we were decent. I'm pretty well. sure we got it back to three two at one point. Yeah, we did. As well, yeah. There we go. That I everlasting mean, memory of Langley. I'm sure. I'm sure as well. I'm sure that whole goal. game is on YouTube somewhere. Well, oh, Shrewsbury. I think Shrewsbury have put it up somewhere. I'm pretty sure. I think Charles. Here we go. This is a good thing to do next time you're feeling like you were feeling last week. Hmm. YouTube, this game, start watching it from start to finish. Yeah, here we go. And I reckon after that, you'll be in a better place. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Have you just the, put, uh, oh, let's put the link there for the entire thanks, game. The so YouTube link is now in our WhatsApp Well, um, Brilliant. maybe that's something we should do over the summer. Just go back and watch tragic games of the past and just put commentary over the top of them. Oh, wouldn't that be good? We should definitely do that. That'd be an amazing idea. Bayo played in that game. How did we lose Bayo? How did we lose 7 2 with Bayo in our team? Well, because we had Ashley Westwood, <laughs> Chris Arthur, Chris Arthur. Davis, Chris Arthur. What a team! Jeez, oh, what a team! That Andy wasn't. Holt. That was, was that back in the time when we were playing Andy Holt up front as well. Yes, <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, good old Holty. Oh, Stick him up front. Oh dear, dark days. Well, look, Neil, I enjoyed that. I thought that was incredibly good. I can't wait for next week. Oh yeah, we've got some belters to get through. I'll tell you what. I'll give you what. I'll give you the title of one. Oh. Which we should cover off next week. Okay. Headline: Cardoza deserves the freedom of the town. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! Never ever have I been so wrong in my I mean, entire to, life. To be fair, he almost got it, didn't he? He stole it. <laughs> he stole it, but allegedly. <laughs> it's your fault, well, Neil. one way to get it. It's my fault. <laughs> I'll take the blame. If there's not any other reason to tune into <laughs> It's All Gobblers to me next week, then there is the reason for you to do so. There we go. Thank you so much, Danny. Thank you. And thank you to thank Neil you. as well. That was that was absolutely brilliant. Um, we'll be back Friday, the preview show. We'll have a Mansfield fan on yes. uh, because it is, of course, a big, big game. Six points. It is a six pointer, Danny. You've been waiting, haven't you, for this? Oh, oh, my appetite has been whetted. Oh, wet it. Uh, uh, Mansfield play midweek as well, don't they? I think. They do. That's what they got. One of their many games in hand. Mm, Indeed. Well, it's Hartlepool. Oh, come on, the pools. Come on, the pools. Long Tuesday night trip. Yeah, at Hartlepool, yeah. 
I tell you what, Hartlepool weren't atrocious. They just need someone that can put the ball in the net. Indeed. Omar Bogle, potentially. Um, Thank you very much for listening. Remember, if you do like what you hear and want to support us to keep making episodes, then you can join the fan club on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. That's all from us. I hope you have a great week. And of course, up the cobblers. There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. This podcast is a proud member of the Fan Hub 100. Football without fans is nothing. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.